Pizza. Pizza? Pizza. Hunger for some pizza now? Yeah, that's what we thought. Get yours at Domino's Hawaii. We deliver aloha. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Aloha and good afternoon. Thank you for joining us here on This Is Now. I'm Dylan Enchetta alongside Mark Carpenter in the HNN Digital Center. I want to take you guys live outside for a look at conditions over Honolulu. This is a live look right now. It's kind of calm right now, but the camera is bouncing around. We have a number of wind-related outages and power outages and down poles. Just moments ago, HPD announced a road closure on Kokea Street between King Street and Dillingham Boulevard due to multiple downed utility poles. And you can just imagine it is going to be a busy day for crews, uh, you know, road crews, safety crews statewide, just keeping an eye on what is happening with these high winds. On the Valley Isle, Maui Electric says power is out in parts of Makawao and upcountry due to fallen poles and trees hitting utility lines. Uh, and also moving back to Oahu, in addition to the Dillingham down multiple utility poles, a tree was down earlier today out in Waikiki on Kalakaua. So it just gives you a snippet of the power that we are seeing from these high winds. We'll bring you any updates on air and online at hawaiinewsnow.com. Yeah. We also got this video just in moments ago. You can kind of see some of the uh, trees dancing around there. Some notes from our severe weather team. Today is uh, first alert orange day, meaning conditions are quite dangerous. They have potential to be dangerous. Once again, taking you guys live outside. Uh, wind speeds are expected to be very gusty around the state. So no matter where you are, take precautions, tie down loose items around your house. We're going to have more on this in your weather coming up later in the broadcast. But first, we also want to turn to another story, a heartbreaking tragedy out of the Syria and Turkey earthquake where the death toll in that continues to skyrocket. At last check, the death toll has now surpassed 20,000. Tina Kraus has the latest. Drone footage taken above Turkey's border with Syria shows the frantic search for life in a sea of devastation. The painstaking operation going from day to night with crews racing against time. This team in southern Turkey chipped away at a demolished residential building, trying to reach a 40-year-old woman trapped in the rubble. She has several layers of thick concrete on top of her, this worker says. She's lying on her stomach, making the rescue difficult. Unseasonably cold weather with temperatures dropping 15 degrees lower than normal, as well as flooding, has made the catastrophe even worse. There are so many that uh, simply cannot go back into their homes. U.S. Ambassador to Turkey Jeff Flake says the U.S. is sending more aid to help those displaced. We have Blackhawks available that are flying missions to get relief workers 
where they need to go, as well as evacuate uh, those who are hurt. The United Nations Secretary General confirmed a U.N. aid convoy made it from Turkey into northwest Syria for the first time since the earthquake. It's including six trucks carrying shelter and other desperately needed relief supplies. More help is on the way, but much more, much more is needed. The call going out for donations from across the globe amid the unprecedented disaster. Tina Kraus, CBS News. Honolulu police are issuing a safety warning for courier drivers. A spokesperson said a string of armed robberies on Oahu have targeted at least three drivers. In each case, the drivers were threatened with handguns or tasers. And in one instance, police said a victim was physically assaulted. Officials said all of the incidents have happened in the last two weeks. The suspects all fled to waiting vehicles, possibly a gray Honda or white Toyota Sienna. Police say the suspects are known to work in groups. Anyone who may have witnessed the robberies is asked to call 911. A jury has found Lindsay Kinney guilty of threatening to kill a Waianae Harbor master and his family after his boat was impounded. The FBI arrested Kinney last April after he posted threatening videos on social media. He'll now be sentenced on May 23rd. Kinsey is also a key witness in the case against accused crime boss Mike Miskey after allegedly turning down Miskey's request to kill a man. For the first time, the state health department is describing video showing the toxic spill at Red Hill and calls are growing for its full release to the public. Mahalani Richardson has the exclusive. I spoke one-on-one -on -one with the health department, the deputy commander of the Red Hill Joint Task Force, and the U.S. EPA. Tonight, there is still no date for when video and a military investigative report will be made public, but the pressure is mounting for its release. The release itself happened from a bypass valve kind of thing that they had put on actually to prevent releases. In early December, the Department of Health and U.S. Environmental Protection Agency viewed military video of the November 28th spill of 1,300 gallons of toxic firefighting foam concentrate or AFFF from the Red Hill fuel facility. Phoenix Grange, DOH's groundwater lead, told Hawaii News Now she saw that the video is from a camera focused on a door and the spill runs under it. See people coming in and out. At some point, you see the AFFF compound, which just looks like water in that case, coming out under from that and moving it so it's outside of the facility. If we want to maintain good integrity of the investigation, you know, the video is considered evidence. Brigadier General Lance Okamura, deputy commander of the Red Hill Joint Task Force, told HNN the investigation is being reviewed by U.S. Indo-Pacific Command. Why has it taken so long for the investigation and for video of the spill to be released publicly? We have to follow the rules and we're following those rules. And in, in short, I'm sure it's causing some consternation about timeliness. There's no reason that the public should be barred from getting basic information and, and security footage that documents a major threat to our sole source aquifer. It appears to be hurting your credibility with the public. Is that acceptable for you? I'm fully and empathetic to the public. We need to follow the process of identifying exactly what occurred and more importantly, what are some of the remedial actions that need to be taking place. The EPA also wants to know about the military's historical releases of AFFF. That deadline passed on Monday. We have not received an updated uh, time frame. We've been asking and requiring of the Navy to provide that information as soon as it is available. 
Now, DHS groundwater lead says the compounds in PFAS, that's the chemicals in AFFF, are like dish soap, which break down oils. Now, the concern is if the AFFF migrates far down into the aquifer and runs into past fuel spills, it could cause the fuel to spread. I'm Mahalani Richardson, Hawaii News Now. Today marks 22 years since the Ehime Maru tragedy in which nine people died when a U.S. nuclear submarine collided with a Japanese training boat off of Oahu's south shore. Four of those killed were high school students from Uojima Fishery School. To remember those lost, a ceremony will be held this afternoon at a memorial at Kaka'ako Waterfront Park. Hawaii lawmakers are once again taking a closer look at gambling laws. For more on this, let's bring in our Daryl Huff. Daryl, what's new today? Well, actually, what's funny about this year is that there doesn't seem to be any real prospect for new legalization of gambling. The one bill that had a chance, which was a sports betting bill coming up just a week before the Super Bowl, basically got killed yesterday. The House has told me they have no more interest in gambling. And also the Senate has only very wavering, small interest. The gambling advocates were counting on the House. It looks like we're not going to get any gambling legalization this year. But on the other hand, the concerns about gambling and troubled people gambling, you know, is still front and center with all of the messaging that comes into people about gaming. And so today there was a very interesting hearing about a bill that would ban advertising for Vegas packages that are very encouraging of gambling. You see people going, yay, I won a lot of money in these commercials and they attract people to go to Vegas. This bill basically was trying to discourage that by one, banning the advertising entirely in the state of Hawaii, and two, imposing quite a large 30% excise tax on the people who package Vegas tours. Now, there's one really big operator like that, Vacation to Hawaii. They were against it, obviously. They said that such a tax would actually be hard to enforce because actually most of the money gets spent in Vegas and so it might not be that much money but it's a really strong message and in the end the committee decided okay we're going to impose this tax we're going to take the money and we're going to use it to treat gambling addictions and to do some research because there really is not very much information about how much problem gambling there is in Hawaii. Yeah, you've been listening to that hearing earlier this morning. Uh, I want you to talk a little bit about what happened in that hearing, but also listening to the testimony and listening to both sides. What is the reasoning behind a measure like this? Well, again, it's because Hawaii has a gambling problem. <laughs> you know, we have a lot of people who, who love to gamble. We have illegal gambling rooms all over the state that have led to crime, drugs, all kinds of organized gangsterism going on around these game rooms because people want to gamble. Uh, we have this huge flow of people to the Ninth Island, Las Vegas. Yet the health department does not have any idea how many problem gamblings there are. gamblers there are. There is literally no support for gambling treatment here in Hawaii. Um, I've tried to contact Gambling Anonymous a couple times, and they have very few meetings here, very few le little leadership here. So the idea is to basically try and discourage gambling through these means beyond just banning it here in the state of Hawaii. Yeah. And real quickly, going back to that hearing earlier today, what happened there? So anyway, like I said, this bill had two parts. One was a ban on advertising of Vegas tours specifically, and the other was the tax. Uh, the attorney general's office came in and said it's probably unconstitutional to ban advertising of anything that is a legal activity that's also truthful advertising. So they said that's probably completely unconstitutional. So that was pretty easy. The lawmakers just said, well, we can't do that. And then um, the next thing, though, was this discussion about the tax, which was prompted by a national expert who testified. He's from Hawaii working in New York, 
And he said that he was dismayed by how little information there is in Hawaii about problem gambling. And so that, I think, inspired the committee to go ahead and keep this tax in place to try and generate a little bit of money to focus on that problem. Got it. Our Daryl Huff, thank you so much for your insight on this. And Daryl, we'll be back with our later shows with more on this topic coming up on Hawaii News Now. Nuclear-armed North Korea showcased its missile production during a nighttime parade Wednesday, showing off more intercontinental ballistic missiles than ever before. Footage released by KRT State Media showed as many as 11 of North Korea's largest ICBMs, which are suspected to be able to strike nearly anywhere in the world with a nuclear warhead. They were first tested last year. Alongside them at the parade were what some analysis said could be a prototype or mock-up of a new solid-fuel ICBM in canister launchers. Leader Kim Jong-un attended the Grand Military Showcase with his daughter, who was seen as playing a possible future leadership role in the dictatorship. North Korea held the parade in Pyongyang to mark the 75th anniversary of the founding of its army, according to state media. While more Americans filed for unemployment benefits last week, Thursday the Labor Department reported that the first-time applications for unemployment benefits rose last week to 196,000. That's 13,000 more than the previous week and about 6,000 more than economists were expecting. The report comes after recent layoffs from tech giants, media companies and the financial sector. However, the U.S. labor market remains robust after eight rate hikes in the past 11 months meant to cool the economy. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell promised Tuesday to keep raising interest rates as long as necessary to tamp down historic inflation. Well, another busy week in our nation's capital and here to break it all down is Hawaii News Now Washington correspondent Peter Zampa. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, a bunch of different topics to touch on today. Let's start with this. Uh, we're learning more about the Chinese spy balloon that was flying over the U.S. Uh, what is the latest on that front? Lawmakers were briefed on this today, and their understanding that that balloon was capable of intercepting U.S. communications. So obviously a concerning sign, uh, but folks are still split along party lines mostly about how the, U how the Biden administration handled this spy balloon. Uh, Democrats say they handled it with care. Uh, shooting it down over the coast of South Carolina so as to limit damage. Um, and now the recovery process is underway, maybe learning things from the shrapnel left behind. Republicans say that the way the White House handled it made it look weak in not shooting it down before it got to mainland U.S. or, or even during. Uh, so obviously still some division on that front. Uh, but the House of Representatives, there was no division in condemning China today for this spy balloon, a 419 to 0 vote officially condemning them. It's more of a symbolic measure, but each member of Congress, each member of the House of Representatives on record condemning China. Now also happening on the Hill, Southwest Airlines executive testified before Congress today uh, just following a disastrous holiday season. Uh, what were the key takeaways? Now, Mark, I think this was a hearing a lot of Americans were hoping to, to see happen. Is the Senate Commerce Committee really grilling the chief operating officer of Southwest Airlines today? And the key takeaways were that Southwest still has a long ways to go in gaining the trust back of the American public. Senators were asking them what, what moves they're making to ensure that this never happens again. And they're saying they will have some new technology rolled out. It could take some time to deal with weather events like other airlines deal with it because they were sort of running a, a, a lower budget operation there, but uh, the, the point that came out of it was they're trying to do better. It may not come immediately, but uh, to, to gain the trust back, it's going to take some time. 
That's right, and the biggest measure is going to be the next holiday season. Uh, to our next big topic, members of Congress are still looking to oust Representative George Santos. Uh, we saw the icy exchange he had with Senator Mitt Romney at the night of the State of the Union. Uh, what, are, what are the latest on those efforts uh, to have him removed? House Democrats, a group of them, took to the House steps today to file to announce they're filing an official resolution to expel George Santos from Congress. They they filed it in the House Ethics Committee, and we should make it known that the House is still run by Republicans, so it will be up to them whether this resolution sees floor time. But Democrats have some maneuvers they can take to make sure that this does get on the House floor so that every member of the House has to make it known which way they stand. Republicans might be a little apprehensive about bringing this to the House floor because, of course, they need this vote. They need this Republican vote with slim majority, a slim majority in the House of Representatives. Uh, but it's clear that folks on both sides of the aisle are concerned about George Santos's presence in the House. There's always some drama happening in Washington. Now, finally, the president continues to hit the road. Uh, today, he is in Florida uh, making a stop in Tampa. What was his message there? Yeah, Mark, this is sort of the victory lap after the State of the Union speech, uh, hammering home his point to one of the more elderly states in our union, the state of Florida, uh, that he plans to protect Social Security and Medicare at all costs. Folks will remember that was a big moment in his speech the other night when he was sort of sparring with Republicans on the floor of the House about not cutting Social Security and Medicare. And he wanted to reiterate to a more friendly crowd that he does not want that to happen and he doesn't want Republicans to do that either when we start talking about raising the debt limits and making other potential spending cuts. In Washington, there's always something to discuss, always something to break down. Covering it all, Hawaii News Now Washington correspondent Peter Zampa. Peter, thank you so much. Have a great day. Well, the nation's egg shortage is driving up demand at local farms, keeping restaurants on their toes. Jelani Martinez has more on the egg-flation caused by avian flu. Wailua Fresh is normally open Friday through Sunday, but because the demand for eggs is so high, they've added another day for sales. $4. Three weeks ago, we doubled um, in what we would normally make on a weekend. Christina Torres, the Food Safety Quality Assurance Supervisor at Wailua Fresh, says they've been seeing plenty new faces swing by the farm. Stacy Piler is one of them. It's my first time here, yes. Rising prices led to her interest in the farm. It's ridiculous. I can't believe the prices, um, you know, with everything else with the other foods too. But um, yeah, so for $4 a flat, you can't go wrong. They're selling checked eggs, which have weaker shells and possible hairline cracks. But they're still safe and can last as long as 45 days. Thank you. Have a good day. Oh, you too. They're only sold at the farm, not to retailers. With demand for eggs up, Wailua Fresh is expediting plans to build more barns. We're currently building uh, six more barns, so um, it just takes time. <laughs> we wish we could have had them built before all this happened. We're not immune to like inflation, so our carton cost and feed costs has gone up as well. Eateries like LNL are also trying to cope with the sticker shock. So it used to be about you know $70, $80 per case. Um, it's about $360 eggs but then right now it went up to 179 to 200 dollars for now it will keep their most popular egg dish the loco moco on their menu if the next few months the prices doesn't go down we might remove some of the items from our menu lnl's vp says the chain is considering buying local because of costs and it's not the only restaurant that may make the change we probably get a couple calls a day 
from different restaurants asking if they can swing by and pick up. And again, yeah, we're helping out as much as we can. The Hawaii Restaurant Association anticipates relief from the avian outbreak by the spring or summer. Jelani Martinez, Hawaii News Now. A big loss in the music industry today. Prominent composer and songwriter Burt Bacharach has died. He's the man behind over 50 top 10 hits like Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head and That's What Friends Are For. His work landed him eight Grammy Awards and two Oscars. He was 94 years old. Welcome back. Let's give you a live look at Honolulu right now as the winds are the story on the weather front tracking power outages, down poles, down trees, both here on Oahu and statewide. There's already a, a number of outages reported on Maui County, uh, especially in the upcountry area. Here on Oahu, right now we have some down poles in Kalihi, a uh, portion of Kokea Street between King Street and Dillingham Boulevard is shut down due to multiple down poles because of the high winds. Also earlier in Waikiki, a down tree on Kalankawa. Uh, this is a look of that incident uh, in Kalihi right now, the cleanup job that is underway, trying to keep everything safe and secure as the winds knock down poles uh, right in the heart. And this is, I mean, you know, looking at what is happening right now with the high winds, you can imagine that is just going to be one of several incidents to keep an eye on. Yeah, guys, this is new video just in moments ago. We have our crews uh, out scouring Oahu. Oh, one of those poles landing on a car there. So far, we have not heard of any significant injuries. However, we do know, again, of several road closures, including a closure on Like Like Highway, Kaneohe Bound, which is closed due to a fallen tree. And we, we also want to mention, we just got this update from Hawaiian Electric, 15 outages being reported across Honolulu right now. 550 customers are impacted, so uh, uh, the places that are affected from Ivile, Kalihi, Kalihi Valley, stretching out to Manoa, Makali, Mo'ili'ili, Nu'onu, Waikiki, uh, basically all of Metro Honolulu. So... Uh, I mean, it's only noon right now, so really just keep an eye on and stay safe out there. Yeah, definitely. And for more on this, let's send it over to our First Alert weather team for a look at your forecast. Now, those winds are courtesy this big, strong, high-pressure fan, basically giving us very powerful winds through tomorrow. That's these wind lines, right, these streamlines. So 30 to 40, we're talking today and tomorrow. And then on Saturday, notice they ease up just a little bit. Still going to be breezy. Make no mistake about that. Still going to be windy for the rest of next week as well, it looks like. So that means whatever rain comes in will be moving out quickly. So that's good because we get very beneficial rainfall for our water table. Uh, and also the rain should be moving out quickly that limits the chance for flooding and the rainfall totals. So again, first alert for the windy conditions today and tomorrow and windy for the weekend as well, but just not quite as windy. Shouldn't be at advisory levels, even though we'll see a few wind and Malka showers. Leeward side should remain relatively dry. <laughs> Well, the Super Bowl is happening this weekend. Mark, are you excited? Oh, can't wait. Counting down the days. Yep. One thing that I'm personally excited for is the commercials. <laughs> it's the game within the game. Here's Michael George with a preview of what you can expect. Hey, how you doing? This year's Super Bowl ads feature Hollywood star power from Melissa McCarthy. Hello, humidity. To Miles Teller. In the ad business, the Super Bowl is like Oscar night is to the movie industry. Companies are paying up to $7 million for a 30-second spot, and ad executives say the massive audience makes it worth the price. 
100 million people. So if you're looking to break it down, seven cents a person, maybe not so bad. Companies are getting some extra bang for their buck by releasing ads days ahead of time. They shallant. They shan't. Is it shallant or shan't? It's neither. They have to be high quality in production. They have to be funny. They have to make people laugh for the most part. Most of all, they have to sell something. One big change from last year, you won't see these guys. It's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. After the meltdown at FTX, crypto is sticking to the sidelines. But booze is in abundance. Heineken and Crown Royal are making a play this year, with Budweiser just targeting select local markets. One fruit that can alter history with one small bite. And that's going to do it for us, folks. Thank you so much for watching. This is now, once again, Mark is back at First at Four on KHNL. This podcast is sponsored by Kapili Solar Roofing, building peace of mind one roof at a time. Kids City Adventure, Hawaii's only indoor luxury playground. And Long's Drugs. Download the CVS app today and make Long's a part of your day. Now that we're airing Hi Now Davey live every day, let's tell everyone where they can find us. Okay, for starters, we're live on TV on K5 and KGMB. YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Streaming Live. Wait, does that mean Roku? Live. You're kidding. Apple TV? Live. Okay, what about Amazon Fire? Live. Even the h and <laughs> Live. Crazy. Plus, we're turning it into a podcast so people can listen while they're on the go. That's right. We'll keep the energy up, and we'll see you there. Join us for the new Live High Now Day weekdays at 3.